Hey there, everybody. This is Todd. I just realized we did the whole show and never gave you the answer to our trivia question. So the question was, when is the next time that Halley's Comet will be here in in sight of Earth? And the answer is 2061. It was last seen in 1986. It'll be back in 2061. So that's 40 years from now. Uh, with any luck, I will be here creeping up on 100 years old and ready to greet it. So apologies. Uh, please enjoy the show. just started looking at the article that you had posted about eating well for depression and uh and uh anxiety and so the first recommendation yes. is eat almonds because almonds are high in magnesium and people who are low in magnesium are tend tend to be more anxious and depressed so eat almonds i'm sure the almond growers almonds association will be thrilled yeah i like almonds they're one i mean i i like nuts in general i'm not a i'm not one of those people who's like oh no nuts um, uh, I'm married to one of those people who's Uno nuts. Um, <laughs> that said, she likes cashews. She's just particular. She likes cashews. She likes um, um, uh, she. What are the ones that are usually sold with the shells on them that are pink? Um, pistachios. Pistachios. Yeah. No. I don't know why they dye yeah. the shells pink, but they do often. Because uh, the nut itself comes out kind of green colored. Um, yes. It's odd. But uh, next thing on the list is eggs because they're a quality source of protein and anti-inflammatory nutrient choline. Choline is a component of acetylcholine, a key neurotransmitter involved in memory and mood. Low choline levels are associated with higher anxiety levels. So cholinate yourself. <laughs> I'm not sure that's how so, they say that. but You know, I wonder, I wonder um, how much, you know, we have this, epidemic of depression mm -hmm. uh in our in our from a country. really bad diet I, <laughs> yeah i wonder you know we talk yes, about the sad diet um, makes you sad and depressed <laughs> yeah chemical imbalance in the brain and you know nutrition yeah. is very likely the core of that chemical imbalance now you may also have a genetic uh issue where you don't things, process yeah. food you don't process what you eat the same way for particular minerals that other mm -hmm. people do and so in which case you might need a supplement or something, but, mm -hmm. you know, let food be thy medicine. Yeah. Well, and sometimes too, some things, you know, like if you eat it, these two things combine in your body to make something. And some people may have an issue where their body doesn't make it very effectively. And so they may have to supplement with the direct thing as opposed to the two things that go, come together to make it, you know, um, and I'm yep. just... Uh, I, I've done a lot of reading. In fact, it was funny. When I saw this article, I opened up my Kindle app and said, well, what are the books that I've been reading? Because I've been reading a lot about different types of nutrition and stuff. And so here's the books, uh, the first uh, like 10 books that I've got, right? Uh, Super Life, five simple, uh, uh, what is it? Five simple things that you can uh, do to, you know, to be healthy and fit. Uh, your Best Health Ever, a cardiologist surprising simple guide to what really works heal with amino acids and nutrients um 
How Not to Be a Racist, which is not food-related, but that's the other book on the list. Uh, the Glycemic Load Diet, The Mind-Gut Connection, The Cure, Heal Your Body, sa- and, and uh, Save Your Life, and This Is Your Brain on Food. Those are the first, uh, like, nine books that are in my Kindle that I've been reading of late. Um, so I'll, oh, I think I skipped The Four-Hour Body by Tim Ferriss. So, so basically, all but one of those have to do with diet and food and 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 uh, and basic health. And uh, I just recently did started doing something that I had never done before. I've always been one who takes a multivitamin because I know that I don't eat as well as I could. But I started just trying something. I'm supplementing with some amino acids. And uh, I found that as I cut out soft drinks, that really helped. There was no cravings, no caffeine issues at all. When I, and when in the past, when I've cut out soft drinks, that wasn't the case. And so, um, you know, I'm learning more about amino acids. So. Cool. Cool. So anyway, next thing on the list after eggs was fatty fish. Get your DHA and EPA fish oils from Fatty Fishes. Um, uh, and, uh, you know, and I, although I'm a fan of supplements, I'm the first one to say if you can get it in your diet, then eat it in your diet, right? That's a better way to get it because there's lots of things that are mixed in with that. You know, if you just eat the fish oil, you're not necessarily getting everything that you would get if you ate fish. There's a, there's a difference. Um, and so Now, if you're plant-based, chia seeds are mm-hmm. high in omega-3s. Yeah, chia seeds um, and uh, flax seeds also are another one that people recommend um, for plant-based people. They say eat probiotic-rich foods. that uh, This helps with gut health and strengthens your microbe barrier for eating uh, uh, good bacterial strains. Uh, they recommend fermented foods such as sauerkraut and kimchi. Uh, and, and, and kombucha. Uh, right. Kombucha, and then uh, also for those who do eat dairy products, although a lot of people avoid dairy products. About two-thirds of the population have dairy product issues, although very often something, a, f- a fermented dairy product like a yogurt or a um, uh, kefir will uh, get around that. But uh, asparagus, it, it's, uh, in fact, even uh, asparagus extract for those who don't like eating it. Uh, if you're not a fan of asparagus, I think it's delicious. I like it, but it's got uh, folate. I am, I, I'm right there with you. It's good yeah. stuff. Makes a lot of uh, used in a lot of neurotoxins as well as it has a high level of antioxidants like vitamin C and beta carotene. So it's good stuff. Asparagus, yeah. Uh, next up, blueberries. I like blueberries, but so often the texture of the blueberry is not very good because they're picked so early in order to get them to the store, yeah. and they don't seem to ripen well. Um, I almost prefer to like put blueberries in something, you know, and and blend yeah. it or something. Make so it smoothie. Right, because the texture is just, you know, I mean, a good fresh blueberry is awesome, and you know, put that on a bowl of vanilla ice cream, and I'm there, which kind of ruins all the health benefits. But nonetheless. <laughs> <laughs> It's still good stuff, um, full of antioxidants uh, that help with lots of stress and inflammation. Um, I think we're finding, too, that there's lots of, like, uh, inflammation internal to the body that causes a lot of problems that we're not aware of. Spinach. Number seven on the list is spinach. High nutrients, uh, makes it a top choice for people. Folate, magnesium, as well as vitamin C and beta carotene. Um, Helps with a lot of existing inflammation and oxidative stress. Uh, lean animal products for those who uh, uh, 
eat meat. It says uh, vitamin B6 and B12 contribute to mental health issues and anxiety. Um, getting an adequate amount of B6 and B12 can be difficult, but lean animal proteins include beef, pork, and chicken are good sources of both, including the antioxidant yes. selenium. So I know that's a problem for vegetable-based people sometimes is getting certain nutrients, and so very often they're recommended that they supplement in addition because um, there are certain products that are, are certain nutrients that are, are much easier to get animal-based. Uh, but if you choose not to eat that, then you need to get those nutrients somewhere. So, you know, I, I tell you, I, I really, um, I love vegan food. I still eat it all, all the time, even though I have introduced animal products back into my diet. And I find that I eat between um, a quarter and a third of my meals have meat in them. And the rest of them are plant-based. Um, I eat very little cheese because dairy doesn't like me. Mm-hmm. Um I do eat eggs occasionally, maybe once a week, uh, but I still largely plant-based, and I actually feel pretty good. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, I, I I think that might be a good mix for me. Yeah, you know, I mean, I know that those who who are vegan or vegetarian, uh, you know, have have used the word plant-based, but I mean, I think essentially saying plant-based means that that's the, my pr- primary food source, but that that to me. Unless you specify vegan or vegetarian, plant-based seems like a perfectly good description for somebody who eats mostly that stuff and then supplements with some other other um, uh, food products, you know, uh, meat-based or animal-based products. Um, yeah, some, but, you know, sometimes my body wants meat, and so that's what yeah. I give it. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, I'm not going to criticize anybody on the way they eat or what they choose to eat. That's their business, you know. And Unless I, and they, I, and I, if, and if I ask them to do the same. In a drive-thru. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, you know. even then, that's their choice, their business. If they're an adult, they can do that. I don't think it's a good idea. And if they engage me in conversation, I'll tell them so. But but I'm certainly <laughs> not going to go out of my way to to try to preach to people who haven't asked me to, you know. Um, Indeed. And, well, and yeah, I, it's none of know, my business. You know, let's, let's put it this way. I've seen myself naked, and I have no business talking about anybody. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah. I, I wasn't yeah. saying that I would go out and shame anyone. I just... Right. You know, I it's know, probably not I know. the best. The standard American diet is not your best course of action. Yeah, so says everybody. You know, <laughs> right? I mean, nobody argues right. with that. You know, if everything you eat uh, is wrapped in foil, then you're probably making poor food choices. But <laughs> hey, it's your choice, your choice to make those your choices. Choice. Yeah. So uh, the county of so Riverside just approved. Oh no, that was it. Those oh, eight. Sorry. I was going to say okay. the county of Riverside uh, this week or uh, last week approved the op- the opening of two more marijuana retailers, one in High Grove uh, near uh, Grand Terrace and one in Corona. So um, we'll see how that progresses. There are some people who like the one in High Grove. There are some people already starting to complain about its proximity to to their businesses and the and some homes saying that it will bring undesirables so we'll see it will you know you know you would think it though will. that most people aren't going to like hang around out front right they're going to come buy their product and leave so you'll see i don't know i mean it's i don't know what the experience is with the existing dispensaries that are out there um both of these are are have said that they will um uh sell both to those who have medical marijuana um, uh, prescriptions and 
not. I'm surprised that they're still doing medical marijuana. I don't understand what the difference is legally within the state. Like, yeah. If you, if you, you know, can just go get it, what does it matter? Maybe you can exactly. buy more. Yeah, maybe maybe it has to do with how much you're allowed to buy or, um, or, or maybe there's uh, certain taxes you don't have to pay, so it's cheaper if you're buying it as a medical thing instead of, you know, I don't know. I, I don't, uh, yeah. Anyway, uh, Lakers, <laughs> Lakers play today. Um, they're playing uh, back-to-back. On Saturday, they played the Utah Jazz and beat them in overtime. And they're playing them again today. Um, a couple of the Utah players, uh, some a couple of the top players didn't play on Saturday. They will play tonight, so we'll see what happens. There is an outside chance that Anthony Davis might be ready to play for the Lakers tonight, too. So we'll see what happens if he comes back. So something to look forward to this evening. That's a 7 o'clock start for those who care. 7 p.m. our time here on the West Coast. Cool. Being a Laker fan, I care deeply, deeply care. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, yeah, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I know. You're like, okay, next. Next story. What else is going on? Uh, Dr. Fauci this weekend on the weekend news shows was on, I think, on on every station. (laughs) He kind of made the rounds since he does it virtually. You know, he doesn't have to get up and go anywhere. He just like, you know, calls into the next place. And um, I think I saw him on at least two of the shows. But apparently he has said that the um, he expects that the Johnson and Johnson vaccines will resume by Friday. Um, But he didn't know, you know, what it what if any restrictions they'll put or any kind of warnings they'll put on them. Um, you know, I mean, it's concerning that six people have had some um, uh, blood clotting as a, a, after having had the um, the vaccinations. But much like the AstraZeneca AstraZeneca um, vaccine, statistically, that's a lower number than would just occur in the population at random. If you grabbed, you know, 100,000 people, you would probably get more than six people who had blood clots after they had milk that morning or, you know, I mean, whatever. It's it's one of those things that there's not necessarily a correlation, but um, because it's in the news, they're going to pause, take a look at it, and make sure that there isn't really an issue there, which is, I think, the prudent thing to do. Um, as long as they don't delay it for a long time, because if they find that there's nothing there, you know, people should be getting their vaccines don't hold them up yes but now so. that they've scared the hell out of everybody let's exactly see how, how people how open they are to taking that vaccine yeah well and that one has a lot of advantages too because it doesn't require the refrigeration that the other two do and it only requires a single shot. shot so it's You're one and done so yeah it's one and done and and they can um ship it around much more easily because they don't have to worry about it being refrigerated or ultra refrigerated you know like the pfizer one has to be not just refrigerated but kept like i think they freeze it basically and thawed out just before they give it to you so So, former president uh george w bush says that he was shocked by public reaction uh to his friendship with michelle obama that he 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 uh you know he was the one that also had invited um uh ellen to his box seats at a baseball game and people jumped all over her for going to uh to a baseball game with the former president and she was like what i don't you know i can get along with somebody even if i politically disagree with them what's the big deal 
Um, well, but, it didn't uh, used to be a big deal, but evidently it is now. Yeah, somebody's trying to make it a big deal. It's like, you know, it's it's funny because, you know, it's like athletes. There are some athletes that are like that. I remember um, listening to an interview with uh, Larry Bird one time, and he said, yeah, I can't be friends with somebody I have to play against. In in his mind, he has to build them up to be the enemy, and, and he has to hate them and, and want to beat them, to you know, to a pulp. Whereas uh, somebody like Magic Johnson was, I will play and beat you every which way I can, and after the game, we can go hang out. We can be buddies, you know, and, and it seems like, beer. yeah, exactly. It seems uh, like uh, there's more people like that these days. You know, you look at the NBA, there's a lot of players. In fact, it's gotten to the point where they're such good buddies that after the game, they sit down and have beer and talk about, okay, so when you're, op- when you're a free agent, do you want to try to come to this team and I'll go to that team and we'll both play together. You know, they're, they're putting together plans. Um, uh, that they didn't used to do, you know, because they hang out together and they they stay in shape together in the off season. And, and uh, quite frankly, I'd, I'd rather see that and the friendships out there than than people hating each other. Seems like a weird way to, yeah. have to motivate yourself. But uh, you know, my mindset's different than some. I mean, that's I've always been that way. It's like I, uh, I, you know, I don't care if you're my best friend. When we're competing, I will work to beat you. You know. As my daughters learned when we were when they were growing up, it's like I don't care if you're six, <laughs> try harder. <laughs> you know, in in my household, even when I was a kid, you know, it was like if you beat somebody, it's because you beat them because you know they were trying to beat you, regardless of what age or size advantages one might have. Uh, to this day, I remember the evening that I first beat my dad playing ping pong. You know, I remember that night because it was I knew that when I beat him. I beat him. He didn't let me win anything. I beat him. And he was not happy that I beat him. You, you know? have a very competitive family, Todd. We do. And yet we still love each other and care about each other very much. And and that's how I f- that's how I approach competition all the time. It's right. You know, I can I can be your best friend. But, you know, when we compete, I'm going to try to beat you. That's what you do when you compete. And uh, yeah, I never quite understood people. And I, I guess so in that sense, I'm sort of like President Bush. It's like I don't understand that. uh you know, why it would be a problem for him to to, you know, be friends with Michelle Obama and and to work together on on, you know, any kind of like public issues that they think that they could maybe, you know, get the American public to come together on. Um, I think that's well, a good when thing. your operatives, this, when your operatives and the media define the people who are who think differently than you as evil and the yeah. enemy, then when you are when you are friends then it, it, it creates a cognitive dissonance uh, among the people that you've just manipulated to vote for you. Yeah. You know, and that's, we've, we've had scorched earth politics for since the Clinton administration. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's why in our, in our media, oh my God, you know, orange man, bad, orange man, bad. And then right. the, 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 the things flip and we have a new party in office and it's all, everything that was horrible before is now fine. And yeah. the only thing that's different is the man occupy, occupying the White House. And so in that environment, it becomes difficult for people to understand how you could be friends with the other side. Mm-hmm. What it should do is wake them up and make them realize they're being manipulated. Yeah. Yeah. Well, the author of the article says, he says I think it's a problem that Americans are so polarized in their thinking that they can't imagine a George W. Bush and Michelle Obama being friends. You know? And it's like, yes. yeah, it's like, come on, guys. Just because we disagree doesn't mean we can't be friends. And uh, exactly. And, and it's about 
time the whole world sort of picked that up. Uh, she, uh, uh, I guess Mrs. Obama was on um, the Today Show, and she said, I had an opportunity to sit by your father at, at, a, at, fu- at some funerals, the highs and the lows, and we shared stories about our kids and our parents. You know? Yeah, and the, this is the, to Jenna. Yeah, at the human level. Yeah, I guess because Jenna's the one that's on the uh, uh, he is. on the show, right? She goes, our values yeah. are the same. You know, and I think that shocks people to say, hey, our values are the same. Yeah. You know, um, uh, regardless of our, our political beliefs and how to get from point A to point B, it's, it's you know, uh, you know, it's, it's, she says, we disagree on policy, but we don't disagree on humanity. We don't disagree about love and compassion. I think that it's true for all of us. It's just that we get lost in our fear of what's different. So. Yes, well. What an enlightened it's, it's way of not, looking at things is <laughs> imagine indeed, that but a I, breath I, I of fresh don't air. just blame the people. I don't just blame that. Like I said, I don't just blame the people who are, who are, um, you know, your average Joe, because that's sure they're being fed a line been, of crop crock. Yes. Yeah. Yes. They, they yeah. have been repeatedly. And, and, oh yes. And so you've created a, the you, not you, but, the, a, an environment has been created that is quite adversarial and it's been mm. intentional. Yeah. Here's a quote from Bush that I think is a kind of a dig at Trump. It says, uh, I feel the responsibility to uphold the dignity of the office. I did then and I do now. I think it's undignified to want to see my name in print all the time. I think it basically sends a signal that I miss being famous. And, you know, I want people to see me, listen to me. And, you know, I don't, I don't really. <laughs> I really don't. Yeah. That's what he said. I'm sure that's a dig at Trump. Yeah. You know, he's like, yeah, I, I don't. I just don't want that, you know. Um, so, yeah. You know, um, I just, I, th- I think it's good, and I wish that we would get more articles and more people talking about it. This is from People Magazine. But I wish that that was more of a conversation about people, you know, coming together because of shared values regardless of their political background. And, you know, you know what happens all the time is, even though it, we, we never hear about it because that's not what's carried in the news, but I would love to hear some articles about, you know, our, our politicians, you know, coming together, crossing the aisle to get things done, because you know it happens. And if we could just talk about that a little bit more, I think that it would start changing the perception that we have, because our, percep- our yep. perceptions are very much driven by, What's blasted in the news and what's blasted in the news is, you know, um, the far left and the far right shouting at each other. And we never hear about the people who are the center left and the center right talking to each other going, OK, we both agree this needs to be done. What's the best way to get it done and figuring it out? Yeah, well, I, I, I love Bill Maher's description of um, our media creating panic porn. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when, by the the porn is not actual porn. It's metaphorical porn that they want right. us to be in panic mode all the time so that we stay indoors and watch their channels or listen to their news or whatever. Yeah. And I'm just what horrible things going to happen next? You know, we're hanging. Everything's yeah, exactly. a cliffhanger. Everything's a cliffhanger, yes. right? Like, no, I I'm sorry. Well. My no, <laughs> I yeah. don't want that much adrenaline in my body all the time. Thank you very much. Yeah, I um, this last episode of, of Bill Maher's show, um, I think, was was really good. It started with uh, I, I think I shared with you. I don't know if you watched the rest of it, but I had shared with you and and, and our family this weekend the um, 
the his, the end of the show where he does uh, new rules and uh, kind of covers what's going on. Basically, he talks about something that's going on in the world and says, "New rule, this is stupid. Let's get you know quit doing this." Is sort of the shtick that he does. That's the setup. Um, you know, and he talked about the the biases in the news and the media causing a lot of the problems both on the uh, liberal and the uh, conservative sides of things. Um, but uh, he also he started the show with um, um, uh, Sharon Osbourne talking about getting kicked off of her talk show. And, yeah. you know, and what she was doing was essentially saying, and I didn't see what she actually said. I don't watch the talk, so I don't know. But what she said was that all she said was Piers Morgan is entitled to his opinion. Because yes. because he got kicked off of his show for saying, you know, that he disagreed, that he thought that um, uh, that uh, what's her princess? What's her Meghan title? Markle. Meghan Markle, I guess. Yeah, she's got a title, the Princess of Suffolk or whatever. He said that he thought she was lying and and he got attacked and lost his job. And she said he's entitled to his opinion and she got attacked and is losing her job. And as as Bill Maher pointed out. So apparently if you disagree with Meghan Markle, then you get canceled. And she goes, well, I did. You know, you know, and it's like, OK, that's where we are today, huh? Yeah. You know, and uh, I, I just it, it's it's we're in a bad spot. We're in a bad spot. And a lot of it is is the the level of importance that we've put on on news and news commentators and the fact that they have become nothing but shills for one opinion or another in order to make a buck. And so they'll say and do anything they can and manipulate you any way they can in order to get more eyeballs watching so that they can make more money and get a bigger paycheck. And that's where yes. we're at. Yes. So just don't listen. Yeah. Except us. Yeah. Listen to us. It's, well, yeah, but, but we're... Yeah. We're pointing we're, out the things that are wrong. We're, we're raging against the machine. Exactly. There you go. We're raging against the machine. Right. Yeah. So I just walked in my house and in my Papasan chair in my library that's in our mm -hmm. front room, I have two kittens looking at me and they're so cute. Yeah, they like that chair, <laughs> don't they? Yes. Well, they're not the only one. I love the, these chairs. Yeah. They, you fall asleep in these chairs. These, are, these awesome napping chairs. I don't know why you put those in your reading room because you sit down and read about half a page and then you're out. It's like, it's like it's that true. is not the best chair for, for a place to sit down and read. You get a little too comfortable. You're laid back a little too much. And it's like. <laughs> it totally. Tobin, actually, Tobin and I were talking about that this weekend. It's like probably not the best chairs for a library. But they're, I mean, if you're, you know, and especially it's nice, though. You curl up with a good book that keeps you riveted so you don't fall asleep. Yeah. And, um, you know, a cat crawls in your lap and you're reading and it's just wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And those kitties are so cute. What are they, about 10, 11 weeks now? No, no. They were born on February 23rd, so they're not quite two months. Ah, so they're still youngins. Then you got them really early. Yeah. Usually you have to wait like about eight <laughs> weeks before you get them. Yeah, she said they were fully weaned. That's so, what it takes. And, yep. Oh, my gosh. They're so cute. They are sweeties. Oh. Yeah, and it was funny too. You know, when I was visiting the other day, they uh, 
they were in, in a, when I when I stopped by at first, they were curled up in that Papazon chair. When I came back, they were basically tumbling around and over each other for the entire time I was there. So yes. like like a lot of baby animals, it's like go 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 go. Tons of energy until the energy's gone, and then they collapse and sleep. <laughs> they get up, they eat something, they exactly. poop, and then they go right back at it. Play 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 play. Exactly. Yes, so they, they have two speeds, asleep and, and tail on fire. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very cute. They are ah. very cute. Tail on fire about, about that's that really visually puts it together. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> and of course, Pharaoh is following me around like, hi, mom. Pharaoh being the old man. Yeah. Our old. He's kid. a sweetheart. So, mm-hmm. um. Uh, okay. Yeah. You had a story from our, our lineup here that we didn't get to on the radio show, but it was just the link. I didn't know what it was till I clicked on it. Uh, it's the thing that was out recently about, uh, um, safety agency warns people with children to stop using the Peloton tread plus. Um, but it's not the only one, any one of those treadmills, they're not designed for children. Apparently a child like fell off the back end of it and, and caught the tread and got pulled underneath the thing. Um, and there's been some pet deaths is, is involved with them as well, uh, as well. And so they're saying, That's don't, scary. you know, don't take your dog and, and chain them to your treadmill instead of taking them for a walk. They're not made for animals and, and it's not safe. And apparently, uh, there's been, um, 38 safety incidents so far with children on these things. And so, you know, a treadmill is for adults. It's not, uh, you should not, your kids should not be playing behind it. it. They should not be in the room when you're using it. Um, and you should not put pets on it. That is, it's not designed for that. If you care about your animals, take them for a real walk, or at least let them out in the backyard and run around. If you live in New York, you're just going to have to take them for a walk. Find a park. That's part of owning a pet. Yes. Besides, you really want them pooping in your living room? Because that's yeah. what happens when you take them for a walk. Yeah. It's funny. Our, we have, since they were puppies, taken our dogs, and they, we don't take them. We don't walk them in order to go. They go in the yard. But we, and so when we walk, we walk fast and we don't stop. But one of ours, our little one, he just can't help it. And so we, it's like we're walking and nobody's stopping. The other two dogs are going. And, and, and he's like, no, no, I got, I, got, I, got, I, got, I got it. Okay, got it. Now I can catch up. And then we got to stop and go back and pick up his poop and put it in the uh, in the proper receptacle. But, yeah, many you know. many walking paths have now um, little bins that you can you can drop mm-hmm. your little baggies yeah. in. Yeah, and, and in fact, handy. a lot of places even have little baggies out along the walking path because uh, they really want you to pick that up. So, and which is you know think about it. if you're out if you're out walking the last thing you want to do in the walkway is to see your step in accidentally something that you didn't see so uh yeah clean up after your animals just like when you're hiking clean up after your doritos <laughs> exactly i mean we've been picking on doritos but that's what i saw was like yeah. doritos bag light like, creek hey, just I, I love doritos i just don't want to see their packaging out in nature you know, exactly. That's all I'm saying. Doritos are great, wonderful product. Um, don't need to see the bag so, wrapped around a, a tree a, branch. Exactly. You exactly. Know, Ten miles from the nearest trash can. It's like you carried it in, put it in your pocket, put it in your backpack. I don't care. Shove it down your pants, but carry it back out. Yes. 
So post-pandemic spending has begun. There are six things that Americans are buying. And, you know, one of them was like, no, no kidding. I've already started, bought, bought some for my husband and for me. That's clothing. Pickles. Clothing. Sh- Pickles are Pickles. flying off the shelf. I'm making that up. I don't know. I'm like, that's kind of random. Yeah. So um, apparently champagne, uh, oh. clothing, shaving kits. And, and, and interestingly enough, <laughs> we have to get CNBC. cleaned up again. Come on, let's get the shaving. Kit. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. But it said skirts are flying off the shelves because yeah. everybody's been wearing sweatpants and yoga pants and all of that. And, you know, and, and jeans or, yeah. you know, not, not, not dressing for work. And now all of a sudden, we're all a little bit bigger than before we went on yeah. break, you know, before we went out, shut down. That old and stuff so, don't fit um, no more. Exactly. So people are having to buy new work clothes. And You know, it's um, funny. Um, you know, we talk about, and I've seen all these people running around in sweatpants during this thing, and I have every day gotten up, gotten dressed, you know. And so one day last week, uh, I just decided this is going to be my day, and I stayed in my sweatpants the whole day. First time I had done it. In the entire thing, first time it's like I just, wow. I just wore sweatpants and just said, "Yeah, I'm going to take a day where I'm going to be that guy," and I was, but I hadn't done it. And until it felt then. great. Yeah, felt a little apparently slouchy. Go ahead. <laughs> I said it felt a little slouchy yeah. for me. It was it was comfortable, but yeah, it was a day apparently, where I just decided I wasn't getting have... much done. Anyway, retail sales. Go ahead. I'm sorry. They have they have uh, risen uh, or they rose rather nine point eight percent in March. Um, people are spending their stimulus dollars and realizing that there's light at the end of the tunnel because people are, you know, getting vaccinated and you know mm-hmm. they can. It's becoming obvious that things are starting to open back up. And so there's yeah, lines at Walmart again. Yeah, I don't like the lines, but hey, that's it's awesome. I'm glad. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, businesses need to, to get going again. That's that's a good thing. Spend those dollars. So, um, sporting goods had the largest gain in March. Apparently, they jumped 23.5%. And that's like uh-huh. outdoor and exercise gear. Um, and, you know, clothing stores saw a rise by 18.3%. Mm-hmm. Uh, which is, is a healthy rise, which is good. I'm glad, really yeah. glad. Yeah, it doesn't surprise me to see uh, clothing and, 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 and outdoor sporting goods. You know, I think for a while, one of the things that were really hard to find, and I don't know if they're still that way, was like um, like weights and, and stretch bands and things that you would do for like home exercise. Those things were were in short supply for a, for a period of time. Um, but now that things are opening back up, people are like, hey, I need some, some good shoes and, and a pair of shorts and, uh, you know, whatever kind of athletic gear you use, new swimsuit or whatever, uh, to get out and, and get moving. And uh, that's a good thing. Indeed. Indeed. That's so, yeah, go out there and buy some things. If you've got the ability to do it, go out and buy some things. Okay, so we only have time, I think, for one more story. Um, this one's a little scary. There's a connection between brushing your teeth and dementia. So yeah, there's a that new... article's a little misleading. I read that. Go well, ahead. let's let's talk about it first. Yeah. Let Let's get it out before you. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm just no. I just uh, that's what we're doing. We're talking about it. So go ahead. Okay. So it, it basically just says that the bacteria in your mouth 
um, there's been a correlation, not a causation, but a correlation between this presence of this bacteria, um, uh, which cause and the buildup of these amyloid proteins that are associated with um, uh, with dementia. Um, and so, if they find these these proteins um, in your cerebrospinal fluid, um, then you are then you're more likely to develop uh, Alzheimer's or other kinds of dementia. So. This is subgingival periodontal bacteria. <laughs> that Basically, is a mouthful, isn't it? <laughs> right. That's why I said it so slowly. Yeah. Yeah. And so um, that's that's part of the the what causes of what's looking like it's it's at least a cor- correlative or has this, there's a correlation with with mm-hmm. this and uh, yeah. what's in your, you know, this, these, what I'm suffering from at the moment, amyloid, amyloid plaques building up in your brain, which is what is the causative thing for, uh, for Alzheimer's. And so, yeah, that's where the correlation is. Now, the important thing to know is that correlation and causation, like you said, are two different things. Correlation could mean that the amyloid plaques cause the biological function, or, you know, one could cause the other, or they could just be coincidental and they just happen to be both caused by similar type of things that we yet have to discover what that is. Um, but it's an interesting find anyway, um, and it does does suggest that we should probably keep our mouth cleaner and brush our teeth well, um, uh, especially if you have a uh, uh, family history of um, Alzheimer's because it does it, there are some genetic um, aspects to it, and so that could cut down on it. But also part of it is the um, what they said is is it's not so much the fact that the um, that there are certain germs that are in your mouth, but that it's a balance between the good germs and the bad germs, and it gets out of balance. That's called a, a dysbiosis. And uh, ironically, they've also found that periodontal uh, dysbiosis, which is this outer balance of, of bacteria in your mouth, causes uh, or is, has been found in patients with uh, cirrhosis and liver issues as well. And so what what the the bottom line is is that that a a dirty mouth causes lots of problems and that you should try to keep keep your mouth as clean as possible um if you have already have periodontal or oral dysbiosis then you need um uh it's it's more than just brushing your teeth there are there's periodontal therapy and in fact they do like what they call a deep cleaning where they're basically cleaning like below your gums it's more than you can do just you know brushing your teeth and flossing at home so that's the only thing that I said was that I felt was a little misleading because it's not just brushing your teeth. If you have this problem already, then you know you need to be talking to your dentist and possibly getting a referral to a periodontist, and and uh, and you know there, it could be more in depth than just you know brushing and flossing. But uh, to avoid that, brush and floss in the first place, and so. go to your dentist every six months. Yeah, seriously, it's worth it. It is. That's something I've done for years. I'm just a a absolutely. You know, on the calendar, go all the time. Uh, in fact, uh, my hygienist, uh, I, I consider her a friend of mine. She's been my hygienist for years. She just retired. I was so bummed. Uh, but, uh, yeah, she's retired and moving to Arizona. So now I have to drive to Arizona every six months if I want to get my teeth cleaned. <laughs> no. um, you show up at her house. Hi. Yeah. Hey, I'm ready. <laughs> She said she's going to be semi-retired, that she's going to do a little bit of work out there. So I'm sure she's going to find an office that she can work in out there, too. But, uh, yeah. You I'm know, Todd, I wouldn't be surprised Arizona. if you drove to Arizona to get your teeth worked on. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah. That would not surprise me. Yeah. Wouldn't be the oddest thing I've ever done. Let's put it that way. Um, <laughs> no, she... Um, so uh, 
she we're out of time Todd. yeah oh my gosh we are we've run out of time and so i'm hearing this noise going what the heck is it it's my printer printing so somebody's printing something in the house and it's coming out here so um anyway we've talked about all kinds of stuff today we hope to talk about some more stuff tomorrow we look forward to having you join us here on back from the brink i'm todd brinker i'm aaron brinker have a great day everybody we'll talk to you tomorrow Thank you.